Welcome to the Maria Heller Show, on the net since 2000 and still going strong. If you feel like you're not getting the real news, if you feel like you're not connected spiritually, you have found your home. Maria covers a wide range of topics as only a snarky New Yorker can. Straight up, no chaser. No censorship, no corporate sponsors, thus true freedom of speech. Your subscription gives you unlimited access as a member of the smartest audience on earth. Relax and enjoy the education. Now here's Maria. Good morning world, Maria here alive and kicking. Welcome to news of Planet of the Apes and as usual, there's tons of it. Just a heads up, I hope Chuck Ocelli's feeling a little better. He'll be back on the show next week. So will Monica with Awaken with Maria Monica. So you'll want to stay tuned. So let's get on with the news because as usual, there's tons of it. I've been watching bits and pieces of this confirmation sham on uh, the cultist, uh, praised be, who answers no questions, who has no answers, who doesn't know uh, Dick from Dak, but yet they'll sweep her on to the Supreme Court of Injustice. YouTube cracked down on QAnon and other related conspiracy theories. Of course, after they let the horse out of the bomb uh, barn, because they were the ones that helped the movement of psychopaths spread, they announced in a blog post they're updating their hate speech and harassment policies to prohibit content that targets an individual or group with conspiracy theories that have been used to justify real-world violence. It'll prohibit content promoting QAnon, what will Trump do, as well as related conspiracy theories such as Pizzagate, which falsely claimed Democrats and Hollywood elites were running an underground sex trafficking ring from the basement of a Washington pizza restaurant that didn't have a basement. Let's not leave that out. So as usual, too little, too late. And uh, listen, YouTube had no problem demonetizing my channel over a year ago, just like Twitter had no problem permanently banning me. So uh, nobody cared about that, so I care even less about who they ban. Two people on Kamala Harris's campaign plane uh, tested positive for the coronavirus. She supposedly tested negative, saying she wasn't in close contact with either of the people who tested positive, but she's canceling her in-person events until Monday. Her communications director and a flight crew member tested positive for the virus, which, by the way, is spreading like wildfire throughout the United States and once again, in Europe, well, we have a president who uh, says that it's over, okay, and nobody dies from it, according to Rudy Giuliani. So after the Lakers won and their revelers decided to, uh, to start going crazy, uh, they also were attacked the same way as peaceful protesters are by LAPD projectiles. Two men, two men badly injured Sunday night, including one man who lost his eye amid a Lakers victory celebration in downtown L.A., where the cops declared an unlawful gathering and started firing their hard foam projectiles to break up the revelers. The injuries add to a growing list of people hurt by LAPD's less lethal projectiles, if you consider losing your eye or your head split open by them. Cops say the weapons are an effective way to disperse crowds that have become violent. But use of the weapons coming under growing scrutiny after a series of incidents over the last few months, some of them caught on video. All right, today's the last day of the joke that they call the Supreme Court hearings, 
Witnesses from both parties will speak about Judge Amy Coney Barrett, uh, the handmaiden, and senators will make their case. Meanwhile, uh, Barrett doesn't even appear today as the panel debates approving her nomination and two panels of witnesses testify for and against it. And I believe Lindsey Graham started the proceeding without the Democrats being there, which is illegal, but it doesn't really matter what's legal and illegal anymore since Trump and Barr are in control. Okay, another jetpack sighting near LAX has prompted a new investigation. I guess whoever this guy is likes to fly around on his jetpack. Airport officials in the FBI investigating the second sighting in a month of someone wearing a jetpack in the Los Angeles International Flight Path. I guess he has a death wish. The sighting follows an incident six weeks ago in which two commercial pilots said they saw a man in a jetpack <laughs> flying around the eastern approach to the airport. What a world we live in. It's so interesting, isn't it? California's GOP is pushing back against state election officials on their unofficial ballot boxes where, you know, they made up dummy boxes so they can toss your vote. And when they were told to get rid of them because it's illegal, they're not. So nobody enforces the law on the GOP. Uh, in a Wednesday conference call, California's GOP officials said they were harvesting ballots using unofficial boxes in order to be competitive, employing the same rules and laws as Democrats. Of course, state officials have called the boxes illegal and misleading, but they still do it. So what's the point? What happened to law and order and the law is equal to everyone? Well, obviously not if you're a member of the GOP or this administration. Meanwhile, Americans are dying in the pandemic at rates far higher than other countries. Uh, unparalleled elsewhere in the world because we have a rudderless ship and uh, no national policy on it and stupid people. So put it all together and be new. Pollution prosecutions have plummeted to the lowest level in decades under Trump, who lets everybody continue to violate the Clean Water Act or the Clean Air Act. The criminal prosecutions for that have dropped to their lowest level in decades under the enemies of all life on earth. All right, now tonight was supposed to be the second presidential debate and then Trump said he wasn't gonna do a virtual debate because he couldn't interrupt Joe Biden. So Joe Biden was handed by ABC a time, the time slot anyway, to do a town hall. Well, the man who won't, who's too afraid to debate Biden because he bombed so badly, scheduled pre-written pre, uh, questions with his uh, adoring fans, and scheduled his town hall on NBC at the same time tonight. So no one needs to watch NBC. I don't know anybody would want to watch any more of Trump than we have to. And a lot of Democrats and media analysis are criticizing NBC for even scheduling the event for Trump at the same time as Biden's, making it impossible for people to watch both candidates live. Who wants to watch Trump? Let's be real. All right, an update on the murder of Michael Renault on September 3rd by the Popo. They just got out of the car and started shooting. So this is how, when Trump blew his dog whistle, claiming again, twice actually, that his tweet inspired U.S. Marshals to kill him in a shooting. Uh, I guess he thinks he's a brave guy, which is the biggest bunker boy coward in the world. 
But let's get to some more new details. In Washington state, more eyewitnesses stepped forward to corroborate claims that the police made no attempt to arrest anti-fascist activist Michael Reinald on September 3rd before they killed him in a hail of gunfire. All but one of 22 eyewitnesses interviewed reported the cops did not identify themselves or give him any commands before they opened fire. Five of the witnesses said the cops started shooting the instant their unmarked vehicles converged on him when he was reportedly shot dead as he chewed on candy, clutching a cell phone in one hand and a bag in the other. And Trump called the shooting retribution, remember that, after Reinhold allegedly killed a far-right Trump supporter in Portland. And that's the police state we live in. It's either rubber bullets or it's real bullets. Shoot first, ask questions, second, or if ever. Okay, so Russia thought they'd get together with Rudy Giuliani and do an October surprise with a big expose on Hunter Biden. Okay, it was a Russian disinformation campaign. Fox News said it was going to be the biggest story ever, and it bombed out like a dud. And then Twitter and Facebook blocked the anti-Biden New York Post article that was linked to Giuliani. Facebook and Twitter took the highly unusual steps of blocking links to the thinly sourced article that had connections to a Russian disinformation campaign targeting Joe Biden and his son Hunter. It was supposed to be, you know, the big story of the uh, October surprise. Looks like the October surprise might be Bill Barr getting fired by Donald Trump. Well, Facebook blocked the article while it fact checks the claims. Twitter said it violated rules on hacked material. The article rests on uncooperated material provided by Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani. What a surprise. The 9-11 criminal, Rudy Giuliani. Well, while they're still trying to make Hunter Biden, who, by the way, just won the Nobel Peace Prize for his World Food Program, uh, his, uh, they seem to forget in the news to report the fact that uh, Eric Trump has pled the fifth on the investigation into the Trump Organization. I would think that should be a bombshell story, but with the Trumps, nothing's bombshell anymore. Twitter suspended fake accounts that were posing as black Trump supporters. Twitter also locked Kaylee McEnany out of her account after she was spreading fake news. Some of you may say, well, that's terrible. Everybody should have the right to do that. Well, they banned me and they had no problem doing it. No one cared which is why I'm proud to say it's why I keep my own website and my own thing going. As Trump downplayed the virus publicly, the White House sparked a sell-off because they gave warning to their conservative donors, and that's when the market took a dump. The Trump team caused the economic crash in the spring by encouraging wealthy supporters to sell everything, leaving, of course, the rest of America on the hook. Melania said Barron Trump tested positive for the COVID and is now negative. And uh, tr I guess Trump is wrong that young people can get the disease. The U.S. Postal Service special agents found a massive amount of undelivered mail in a raid of a QAnon postal worker's home. What was he doing with the mail is another question. I went into my post office the past few weeks thanks to Louis DeJoy. They only have one person working six windows there. There's a line out the door every day like it's tax uh, time, like it's October 14th. 
the garbage pails were overflowing onto the floor. And when I had asked one the guy uh, a couple of weeks ago, what's going on here? He said, well, they're not replacing anybody that retires and they're not, and I'm all alone here. And meanwhile, we have a QAnon postal worker who's obviously going postal if he believes QAnon, keeping mail in his house. I don't even get it. Nearly 5.2 million Americans will be disenfranchised in this election due to felony convictions. I thought when you serve your time, you're supposed to be uh, back with all your rights, but I guess you're not if you're a felon, which in Arizona is easy to do. So uh, there you have it. Experts dismissed the garbage Hunter Biden expose in the New York Post, saying it seems like a complete fabrication. Well, if it's coming from Rudy and Russia, you can certainly say yes. Internal emails are revealing that the Department of Homeland and Security is really scared about their employees leaking information, because even that which George W. put into place is another waste of time. Okay, London is going back into coronavirus lockdown from midnight Friday. The UK government set to move London into the next most serious COVID-19 tier high at midnight on Friday. Same thing happening across Europe. As the virus cases surge to new heights across Europe, France said they're imposing a curfew in the Paris region and eight other major metropolitan areas. The continent, which once was compared favorably to the U.S. and how they handled the virus, is now in their second wave of infection, averaging more than 100,000 new, new infections every day over the past week. Europe now accounts for one-third of new cases reported worldwide. I saw an article on a local uh, news site here in Arizona that the cases are rising here as well. All right, another man of the reg, a megachurch pastor, California, John MacArthur, is preaching climate change denial because he called the earth a disposable planet. Anti-science religious extremism, sort of like Amy Handmaiden Barrett, who also doesn't know anything about climate change, supposedly. Well, this megachurch preacher argued that the earth is a disposable planet. And he's head of Grace Community Church. If anybody's disposable, it should be people like him. As the virus cases, I already gave you that one. Let's go to uh, California. Okay, if you're in California, you already know this. This happened last night. Power shutoffs planned across Northern California as high winds fuel wildfire risks. Just in case people think those fires are out, they're not. Pacific Gas and Electric is turning the power off. They did last night in 24 counties across Northern California. 54,000 people will be affected by the shutoffs in two tribal communities. And counties including Alameda, Butte, Contra Costa, Humboldt, Napa, Santa Clara, and Santa Cruz. They say the power will be restored, get this, by 10 o'clock at night. Friday. So if you got food in your freezer, they don't care. Uh, if you need air conditioning, they don't care. And I guarantee you sooner or later, PG&E will be blamed and responsible for most of those fires. And then the taxpayer and the uh, bill payer will get to pay the difference. Meanwhile, more than a million California ballots have already been cast, shattering records. I'm sure you've seen pictures online of people waiting 8, 11 hours to vote. 
millions, thousands of people showing up, standing online to vote. Uh, with Election Day two weeks away, already a million Californians have sent in their mail-in ballot. Uh, it dwarfs the number submitted at this point four years ago. The most ballots collected by mail at this point in any California election. This is the country saying no to Trump. Nearly half the mail-in uh, ballots came from Los Angeles County, where about 435,000 voters have already sent in their ballots. Okay, videos have now come out showing closed-door sessions of leading con conservative activists saying, be not afraid of the accusations that you're a voter suppressor. Yep, a fresh-faced Republican activist named Charlie Kirk stepped into the spotlight at a closed-door gathering of leading conservatives and shared his delight about the impact the virus is having, the disruption of America's universities. He said, so many campuses have closed that up to half a million left-leaning students probably won't vote. So please keep the campuses closed. That's what he had to say. Well, I hope those kids who have nothing else to do are online to vote. And that could be part of the big turnout, is that people have no jobs, they have nothing else to do. They're doing that. Meanwhile, 88 faculty members at the University of Notre Dame, where supposedly Handmaiden Barrett is a law school professor, said she should call for a halt to her nomination to the Supreme Court until after the elections. They congratulated her on the nomination, but they said it's vital you issue a public statement calling for a halt to your nomination process until after the presidential election. The signature is hailed from the university's political science, sociology, history, and other departments. Zero from the law school. All right. The Supreme Court put an end to a lawsuit brought by congressional Democrats that accused Trump of violating anti-corruption provisions in the U.S. Constitution, you know, the emoluments clause, with his business dealings. They refused to hear the appeal by 215 Senate and House of Representative Democrats of a lower court ruling that found the lawmakers lacked the necessary legal standing to bring the case that focused on Trump's ownership of the Trump International Hotel in Washington. And they do this in secret. It's called uh, shadow judgments, where there's no opinions. You don't know who voted for or against it. And this is what happens in what's supposed to be the top court in the land. So it's just another star chamber like everything else. And if they can't get him on an emoluments clause, why even have it? Well, Trump is looking to cash in once again with a big victory party in D.C. I thought he's living in Florida now, but he wants his election night victory party in D.C., so he can cash in once again and let the taxpayers pay for this too. While Trump votes by mail using his resort in Palm Beach as his mailing address, Mar-a-Lago only has a small number of guest rooms, but his hotel, again the emoluments clause, a few blocks from the White House, has 263 rooms that during peak periods cost more than a thousand to several thousand dollars a night to occupy, right into Trump's pocket. Those rates could put hundreds of thousands of extra dollars from supporters into Trump's own pocket. But hey, let's say uh, the Supreme Court of Injustice said that that doesn't qualify as corruption. I don't know why he's planning a victory party, because the only victory is going to be when the world celebrates he's gone. 
All right, the Paris-based International Energy Agency said renewables, energy we're talking, would make up 80% of new power generation by 2030, overtaking the fossil fuels that presently dominate electricity production. Installing solar photovoltaics is consistently cheaper than building uh, coal or natural gas plants in most countries, and solar projects now offer some of the lowest cost electricity ever seen. But here in America, where everybody denies science, we'll keep going till the last drop of oil is bled out of the ground. Rudy Giuliani falsely claimed that people don't die of COVID-19 anymore while he was standing in a cramped room of Trump supporters in Philadelphia. They don't die anymore and they don't die any less. A federal court struck down the anti-abortion move in Texas this week. This was a win for abortion rights groups until the handmaiden gets on the court. The federal appeals court struck down a Texas law that banned an abortion procedure commonly used after 15 weeks of pregnancy. They lifted the state's ban on dilation and evacuation, a standard method of abortion, in the second trimester of pregnancy. The Center for Reproductive Rights filed a lawsuit in 2017 challenging the ban on behalf of Whole Women's Health in partnership with Planned Parenthood. It took three years for that to happen. All right, some, uh, I don't know if this is all or some of the headline news, but I know I have tons of that. And the reason I do the headline news, if you're new to the show, is because Trump sucks up every bit of the day with his garbage that I have to cover. And I don't have the time to get deep into any of these stories, so I just throw them out at you. Uh, Hopefully, starting January, I'll be able to get back to a regular news show. But right now, let's go to headline news. Bill Barr quietly buried the Department of Justice report undermining Trump's Obamagate conspiracy, which also turned out to be a big nothing burger, which then pissed off Trump, which is why Trump's considering firing Bill the ass kiss a bar. Outrageous civil rights advocates warned the Supreme Court Trump victory will result in irreversible damage. Well, I'm one that says pack the courts right after this. Put six, put ten. Ten more progressives on the court so that the, uh, the Opus Dei uh, Catholic Court doesn't bring us into theocracy in the hypocritical world of fake Christians that pose as Christians in America. All right. Trump advises Brett Kavanaugh to sue his accusers. I thought Trump, as soon as he got into office, was going to sue the 23 women that he's raped for being uh, false accusations. Never did it because you can't, can't uh, sue if it's true. So he's advising Kavanaugh, the drunk rapist, to sue his accusers. Mitch McConnell, talking to Amy McGrath about COVID-19 and how many people died, decided to crack up laughing. He giggled at 214,000 Americans dying from COVID-19. Didn't go well for Mitch McConnell after that. He is one person that needs to be gone even sooner than Donald Trump. Donald Trump has lost the financial markets, thanks to Mitch McConnell. And here's a story we're supposed to believe. Accidentally cut cable has shut down online voter registration in Virginia on the last day of voter registration. Accidentally cut. We used to say accidentally on purpose in Brooklyn. 
Here in Arizona, the governor, Douche, has decided to cut uh, the time by eight days for you to register online. And I think that today or tomorrow, I think it's today, is the last day uh, that people can uh, register online in Arizona. Because the GOP knows without stealing elections, they never win one. The White House stripped the veil off the dark money running the public uh, White House, not the White House, but Representative White House, stripped the veil off the dark money running the puppet theater of the Barrett hearings, and he did a great job of that. Health officials are very concerned after hundreds attended a maskless religious event in Nashville and 200 of them came down with COVID-19. New analysis shows the horrific scale of Trump's disaster as 17 states hit new highs for COVID-19. But he's young, he's healthy, he's Superman. Yeah, he's all of that. All right, and the Supreme Court of Injustice, which as you recall, even with the Ruth Bader Ginsburg on it, gave the election to George Bush in 2000, which ended America that day. Supreme Court has now also ruled that Trump's administration can halt the census early. So what good is the Supreme Court? They're supposed to be apolitical. Well, they're not. All right. They might as well be Trump's left arm. They ruled for the Trump administration, upheld its decision to halt the collection of census data now, rather than continue till the end of the month, which is, of course, a setback for the city of Los Angeles and Los Angeles County, which joined civil rights leader in suing to block the administration's plan to end the count early. So you can sue all you want. Nothing happens. The Supreme Court is going to hand him whatever he wants, especially with the handmaiden on it. And that's America, where we're supposed to be a democracy with checks and balances. That's another joke. Well, the white woman who called 911 on a black man who was a bird watcher in Central Park also made a second call, falsely claiming he tried to assault her. Maybe she was dreaming of that. Amy Cooper appeared in court remotely to answer misdemeanor charges of filing a false report, is negotiating a plea deal with prosecutors that would allow her to avoid jail. Well, she deserves to go to jail, but it won't happen because, keyword, white woman. Let's go back to California. The bobcat fire aftermath is threatening endangered species. In San Gabriel Mountains, biologists say the toll on wildlife after the bobcat fire might not be known for months. But they're already scrambling to ensure the survival of protected fish, frogs, and other animals. In anticipation of winter rains that can bury canyon bottoms in a slurry of rocks on uprooted trees and sediment, as humans continue to destroy all life on Earth, the preemptive rescues highlight the difficulty in ensuring the survival of species that are clinging to existence in Southern California's patchwork of isolated habitats, areas already hemmed in by urban development and scorched by more frequent and intense fires. Uh, you know, when uh, Amy Barrett says she doesn't know anything about climate change, I thought to myself, well, why doesn't she just watch David Attenborough's uh, film, a life on earth, maybe she'll learn a little something there. Instead of uh, being submissive to her husband, maybe she just watches what her husband wants to watch. Israel's president has warned of growing social schism and a loss of moral compass. The criminal Netanyahu talking about a loss of moral compass. 
the fault line between the only Netanyahu tribe and against the anyone but Netanyahu tribe is unprecedented and the social chasms are unbridgeable, just like Trump's cult. When I tell you he's his Jewish twin, that's what he is. Okay, Los Angeles is going to pay millions to immigrants who were illegally detained by police and everybody pays for bad cops because that's taxpayer money, my friends. Los Angeles County agreed to pay out millions to settle a class action lawsuit alleging that the Sheriff's Department routinely held people in jail beyond their release dates just because of pending immigration investigations. Back to the earth. Warming has killed half the coral on the Great Barrier Reef. It may never recover, and it won't if you watch the film, and there's so many films out. Once they turn white, they are dead. Bleaching events in back-to-back years so thoroughly wiped out coral that it cannot easily reproduce, which means all the creatures that live and feed off the coral are next to go. So uh, no one's paying attention to the canary in the coal mine because once the animals are gone, and which we've done a good job of destroying their habitat and continue to for our greed and selfishness, so will humans. And Amy Barrett blew an anti-LGBT dog whistle, implying that being gay is a choice because she's an anti-gay religious bigot. She used the term sexual preference to describe LGBT sexual orientation at her confirmation hearing, blowing an anti-gay dog whistle to the religious right. It's not a preference. You're born that way. But she doesn't know that because she's the submissive Stepford wife. Senator Hirono torched her for deeply offensive anti-gay remarks. The senator from Hawaii forced an apology from her over her choice of words. But she's showing us what she is. Make no mistake about it. She's under fire for also defending racial slurs in the workplace. Her ruling on the N-word added to the mountain of evidence proving she's unfit for the court. Well, most of them are. So she said that somebody using the N-word at work is not considered workplace harassment. Okay, wait till they use that word for her two maybe legally adopted black children. She said she won't be a pawn of Trump either. She already is. She refused to weigh in on critical matters that could come before the court, including health care, abortion rights, and a possible election dispute. But she's saying she won't be a pawn of Trump. Sure you won't. Okay, I'm going to take a short break. I'll be right back. Stay with me. Hi, this is Maria. I don't often get to talk directly to the listeners here on the Gary Knoll Network, but I felt like doing that today. I know a lot of you really enjoy my show, but you might not know that I do four shows a week over at my website, maria.net. So if you're loving the show you get to hear on Sunday, come on over to my site and subscribe because I've got hundreds of hours of great shows on pretty much every topic in the universe. Uh, And that again is maria.net, M-E-R-I-A.net. And now we can get back to this excellent show. Thanks. Welcome back to News of Planet of the Apes. Let's get back to it. Bill Barr's unmasking investigation concluded without any charges. You know, the one where he was supposed to dig up dirt on Obama and Biden? 
Well, Trump and his corrupt attorney general sent prosecutors on a wild goose chase to try to dig up dirt on them, but couldn't find anything. And we got to pay for those investigations, too. Defense Secretary Mark Esper ducked questions on deploying the military on Election Day. He sideswept lawmakers' questions about potential military involvement in the election, infuriating Democrats looking for a straight answer. Listen, none of them are capable of a straight answer. They don't even give you a crooked answer. So what's the point? Daniel Ellsberg, who I had the pleasure of interviewing on my show years ago, uh, wrote a piece in the Detroit Metro Times. He said, trust me, I leaked the Pentagon Papers. Trump is an enemy of the Constitution and must be defeated. He said, for almost four years, I've been very worried, ashamed and dismayed, really, that my country allowed Donald Trump to be president. It's now of transcendent importance to prevent him from gaining a second term. Where are the Daniel Ellsbergs of today is the question to ask, and who would cover them is another question. All right, the far-right plotters that wanted to uh, kidnap and rape governor of uh, Michigan also discussed kidnapping Virginia's governor, Ralph Northam. The members of the anti-government paramilitary groups discussing kidnapping the Virginia governor, Ralph Northam, during a June meeting in Ohio, according to an FBI agent testifying during a court hearing in Michigan this week. These are Trump's crazy people, and they'll sooner or later turn on him too, but I guess he hasn't realized his day could come with them very easily. All he has to do is say the wrong thing once. So this is America 2020, the world we're living in, where governors are not safe, judges' families get blown away at the door, and we have a president that encourages it. Georgia voters faced hours-long lines at polls on the first day of early voting. The pictures were amazing. The first day were, of course, marred by technical issues and lines that in some locations stretch more than five hours long, particularly in the Atlanta metro area, you know, where black Americans live. Another way of stealing the vote, but like I said, no one's got a job, so they don't mind standing out there. I've seen people post that they're going to bring their cell phone, a charger, a book, uh, food, and uh, stay there as long as they have to. And I say bravo for all of them. So we have a president who continuously says that Joe Biden's going to end fracking, which Biden should, but he says he won't. Well, let's take a look at fracking, which, of course, wastes more energy than the energy it actually draws out of the ground while America's in an oil glut right now. Well, here's another side effect of it. Researchers find elevated radiation levels near U.S. fracking sites. Radiation levels downwind of U.S. hydraulic fracturing drilling sites tend to be significantly higher than background levels, posing a potential health risk to nearby residents. This is according to a study by Harvard researchers released Tuesday. The Justice Department, we're going to pay for this too, which of course shouldn't be happening. Get yourselves your private lawyers, but hey, we have to pay to every criminal case that anybody in this Trump family does, or their holidays. The Justice Department is now suing the former aide to Melania, who wrote a tell-all book saying the author violated a non-disclosure agreement. Well, why is the Justice Department doing that? 
Where's her private attorneys? Who doesn't have to sign an NDA having any connection to this family? And they also want the money she'll make off the book because, hey, that's the way criminals roll. Okay, Eli Lilly antibody treatment clinical trial for COVID-19 was paused and Johnson & Johnson also paused their vaccine trial after volunteers fell ill. In large clinical trials, they're not unusual to have a pause and illness in volunteers not necessarily the result of the experimental drug or vaccine. They're supposed to allow an independent board of scientific experts to review the data and determine whether the event was related to the treatment or if it just happened by chance. So uh, if everybody's still waiting on a vaccine as the cure for this, it's not. And uh, most Americans are already saying, yeah, I don't think so. All right, let's go to Mexico, where Trump, by the way, is still saying Mexico is going to pay for that border wall. Mexico says one of its citizens was subjected to a non-consensual surgery in ICE detention, where, of course, she was sterilized. Mexico's foreign ministry said its citizen was detained at the ICE facility in Georgia, where numerous women said they were forced to undergo sterilization surgeries. Forced. <coughs> Sounds a lot like Hitler and Nazi parties, and that's the way it goes. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Well, Trump is either flying high on the drugs that they've put him on or he's just getting crazier by the second. He came out at one of his uh, rallies this week saying he wanted to kiss all the men in the audience and the beautiful women. This at his first packed campaign rally since supposedly he was diagnosed with COVID-19. Of course, he only wanted to kiss the beautiful women, but I guess he's turning bisexual now because he said he'd kiss all the men that were there. Uh, and then he also uh, was supposed to believe his doctor said he's no longer infectious as he was tossing his MAGA hats out to the crowd and dancing on the stage like the moron he is to a gay group has <laughs> music that he obviously never heard the words to, uh, YMCA. So this man has lost what little grip he had to start with. China, of course, doing much better job with COVID-19 than the United States. A Chinese city tested 3 million people for COVID-19 in two days, showing how badly the U.S. and Europe lag behind in testing capability. And there are still people saying we have more cases because we're testing more people. Interesting, Facebook put a ban on Holocaust denial but they won't extend it to any other genocides because after all, the Holocaust, I guess, is a special genocide. Facebook didn't explain why it wasn't applying its new ban on Holocaust denial to other genocides, such as the Armenian or Rwandan genocides. Well, hello, Mark Zuckerberg. Does that answer the question? The World Trade Organization is now going to allow Europe to tax U.S. goods up to $4 billion a year, hoping to drive both sides to negotiate in their 16-year aircraft battle. So I guess uh, Trump's trade deals and his slamming of the World Trade Organization is just going to keep on costing we, the citizens of the United States, more for everything. It remains to be seen whether the new tariffs will ultimately persuade the U.S. and Europe to come to a settlement 
that would lift the levees or inflame relations and result in higher costs on businesses and consumers on both sides of the Atlantic. My money is going to be on higher cost on businesses and consumers on both sides of the Atlantic. So we pay for the morons that we put into office. All right. California's Republican Party, by the way, admitted that it placed misleading ballot boxes around the state. They say the receptacles, of course, are illegal and could lead to voter fraud, but the party said they're going to continue the practice because no one stops them, and if you sue them, take them to court, go to the Supreme Court, you're going to lose anyway because they don't really care uh, about real law. According to a White House doctor, who is also known as the Candy Man, the same guy who told us Trump weighed 250 pounds, Trump tested negative for COVID-19 on consecutive days, because he didn't say what months those consecutive days were in. And it comes from none other than lying Navy commander Sean Conley, who's a DO, not, not a doctor of infectious diseases, as Trump was traveling to Sanford, Florida for his first campaign rally since he supposedly was infected with the virus. I still don't believe for 100% that he ever had it. I think he did it as soon as, oops, I owe $400 million and I don't want to tell people who I owe it to, uh, Trump, and suddenly he was in the hospital. John McCain's mother died this week. She was 108 years old, Roberta McCain. When she was 96, she took to the campaign trail to help her son in his 2008 bid for president, where he made the mistake of picking a lunatic as his vice president. Many who loved and knew the McCain family matriarch used Twitter to send their condolences. 108. Imagine what she's seen in one lifetime. Californians hospitalized with COVID-19 is now at their lowest level in six months. While it's still spreading and accelerating in much of the country, California's got a moment of relief. Their hospitalizations and deaths from it have dropped to the lowest levels in months. Fewer patients are in the hospital with COVID-19 and their positivity rate, a measure of tests for the virus that come back positive, is 2.6%, an all-time low, so good for California. Let's go back to the handmaiden, Amy Barrett. This is off The Guardian in the UK. Barrett was a member of an anti-abortion group that promoted clinic-misleading women. Amy Coney Barrett, the supposed Supreme Court nominee, was a member of a Right to Life organization in 2016 that promoted a local South Bend, Indiana crisis pregnancy center, a clinic criticized for misleading vulnerable women who were seeking abortions and pressured them to keep their pregnancy. Yes, we must have children that you, they don't care about giving food stamps to, health care to, education to, or throw them in cages but hey, save that fetus. Okay, remember that sickening story where Donald Neely was dragged by Texas police on a horseback, uh, on horseback where they dragged him by a rope like back in the slave days of Django? Well, he sued for millions of for a million dollars. A lawsuit filed last week in Galveston County District Court on behalf of Donald Neely, 44 alleged the officer's conduct was extreme and outrageous and injured Neely and caused him emotional distress. 
citing the court documents. He's suing for a million. He should sue for way more than that. But that's another story. There should have been front page news in America 2020, where we're still acting like we're in 1720. But no, it wasn't. Let's go to Belarus, which is just as bad. The Belarus police have now threatened to use real firearms on protesters. Yes, Belarusian police Monday threatened to fire live bullets at protesters, claiming that opposition demonstrations against strongman Alexander Lukashenko were becoming more radicalized. They don't want him. What part of we don't want you, dictator, for forever in office? And now they'll be shot dead. And when you hear these stories, you say, oh, that's a third world country. Well, it's happening here. Sooner or later, there's going to be live rounds in the cops' bullets here, as they've already used from Breonna Taylor to you name it. Let's go to Singapore, where it's already too late, but it's a nice idea what they're doing. Singapore embarks on a million tree planting spree to protect its future. In addition to adding wildlife habitat, researchers say reforestation will help sequester carbon, lower the temperature of the city, and provide buffers against erosion and a rising sea. Again, I can't stress enough to you to watch the recent documentary by uh, David Attenborough. Uh, one little place like Singapore doing this is not going to be enough. He does say what needs to be done, but I looked at that and I look at this world and I said, yeah, no one's going to want to do it. Anyhow, okay, here, by the way, in Arizona, which is one of the hottest uh, real estate markets right now, a lot of people moving here from California, building on every square inch of land there is from farmland to you name it, where Phoenix has already broken, I believe, uh, records all summer for 144 record-breaking heat days. When I was talking to one of my friends in the Valley yesterday, who was still complaining about the heat, I said, what do you think is going to happen to the heat with all this extra building going on and more destruction of the natural desert? It's only going to get hotter and quicker. And then I asked the eternal question for the desert that Arizona is, where are they going to get the water? So uh, another reason I decided to just stay in the mountains and not think about moving away from where I am. Meanwhile, Trump's trying to still buy off the farmers, funneling record subsidies to farmers just ahead of Election Day. Despite the extraordinary bailout they already got, America's agricultural sector remains under severe economic pressure. How's that trade deal and tariffs with China going? Florida is seeing signals of a climate-driven housing crisis. But, of course, people still want to say there's no such thing as climate change. Home sales in areas most vulnerable to sea level rise began falling around 2013, according to research. And now prices at sea level are also following a similar, similar downward path. So people are realizing that they could say what they want, but oops, the ocean is at our ankles. Okay, let's look at uh, the problems that are Amy Coney Barrett. The different problems that her nomination creates for each political party. For Democrats, it's political power. 
So far, at least 50 of the 53 Republicans are going to confirm her and vote for it. Democrats really can't do much to stop that. Uh, for Republicans, the problem is one of political popularity. Almost every major legal change that might result from her confirmation is unpopular with a majority of Americans. From abortion to same-sex marriage to the climate, her views on the issues aren't clear, but you know they are, because no answer is an answer. Health care, all the things people like, this uh, handmaiden is against. Uh, so uh, no wonder the Republican center senators try to talk about almost anything other than the impact of her confirmation, like her impressive resume or her Catholic face or her appealing family. Yeah, they're saying we don't want a Catholic on the, on the court and, and ripping on that. But hello, Joe Biden is actually a real practicing Catholic, not member of praise whatever, a 1,700 people cult like she is. So remember the big hoopla they made over ooh, electing John Kennedy president because he was a Catholic. All right, let's see what else. Three quarters of voters want a new COVID relief bill. They want to see Congress pass a new bill uh, and a new stimulus bill. And yet nothing is happening, okay? Nancy is fighting with Mitch. Mitch doesn't want to pass anything. Trump supposedly does. It's all foobar. Nothing's going to happen because neither party cares about us. As I've continued to say for 20 years on this show, uh, it's one party for the rich, Dr. Anthony Fauci is calling on Trump's campaign to remove his misleading ads with his comments taken out of context, and he did not give them consent. A Trump advisor, Stephen Moore, captured on video complaining about Trump's crappy debate performance against Joe Biden. He said it wasn't a great performance by Trump. I thought it was a pretty crappy performance. I guess this guy will be on Trump's hate list, too. I hope he doesn't get a visit by the KKK. Barack Obama, by the way, congratulated the Lakers. Trump did not. Uh, and then, in the most repulsive video ever, Trump was shaking it up to the Village People's YMCA at his Florida rally because he's losing his grip. And he uh, also featured the song Macho Man, which stunned Anderson Cooper at CNN. Funky with his body, he's a king. Call him Mr. Ego, dig his chains. You can best believe that he's a macho man. Likes to be the leader, he never dresses grand. I guess nobody told him the words to the song or that the group is gay. All right, I guess we're going into more headline news. Trump administration's blown up 60 years of U.S. trade policy and nobody knows what happens next. Conservatives begged Trump to shut up during the SCOTUS hearings. He said anytime he's not on the front page is helpful. Trump merchandise is on sale at deep discounts as Trump's campaign loses his cash battle with Joe Biden. Trump demands that Puerto Rico vote for him because he just gets too stupid to know they don't have voting rights. Strategists are urging Nancy Pelosi to take the $1.8 trillion relief package and then put the onus on, Senator G on the Senate GOP. Senate GOP accused of craven power grab as Coney Barrett's confirmation hearings kicked off as a partisan charade. Texas Appeal Court, all Trump nominees, okays governor's limit on ballot drop-off locations to try to stop the election. 
Right-wing political hacks in robes agreed to enable Republican voter suppression efforts in the red-turned purple state. Michigan Supreme Court nixed the governor's pandemic emergency orders. Florida's deep red senior enclave, The Village, is warming up to Joe Biden. Early voting started in Georgia with long lines and high turnout. Alaska's Supreme Court eliminated ballot witness requirement, which is ridiculous. It should never have been there in the first place. Nearly half of Maryland's residents say they've experienced financial hardship during the pandemic. And Trump demands the arrest of his political enemies, and it hardly makes a ripple in the news. Trump is strapped for cash, all but abandons the Midwest to salvage the Sun Belt. Locals uh, said of Trump's stupid Florida rally plans that no person in their right mind would do this. Well, he's not in his right mind. Still untethered from reality, Trump thinks McConnell will agree to a big COVID-19 relief package, which he won't. Toxic forever chemicals have been found in popular bottled water brands. Toxic forever chemicals. An op-ed in one newspaper said it's time to protect kids developing brains from fluoride. EPA hired consultants to counter their staff experts on fluoride, which is a mind-control drug. I've covered that on my show many times. A Nevada man's COVID-19 reinfection, the first in the U.S., is yellow caution light about a risk of the coronavirus. Second time he got it was worse than the first. A Dutch woman, 89, died after being infected with the coronavirus twice, didn't kill her the first time, did the second. Trump's campaign ads features military chiefs, which violates Pentagon policy. Nothing will be done there. The Secret Service spent $238,000 in taxpayer money renting rooms at Trump's properties to supposedly protect his children. Emoluments clause out the window. Amy Barrett, the least popular modern Supreme Court nominee, even worse than Kavanaugh. Uh, Let's see. A COVID documentary director revealed that the CDC staff thought their emails and calls were being monitored by Trump. Economists are wrecking Trump for scoring a rare triple failure on the economy. A woman has been caught on video threatening her neighbor over terrorist Joe Biden yard signs, saying she would sue her neighbor because he had a Biden sign. Climate-related disasters could cost $20 billion a year by 2030. Americans are dying at rates far higher than other nationalities. Maskless GOP Governor Ron DeSantis high-fived the crowd at Trump's rally. Houston shattered the record on the first day of early voting. Georgia shattered the turnout record for the first day of early voting. 95% of eligible voters in Travis County, Texas, have now registered to vote. And people are saying it looks like Texas could go blue. And last but not least, that Michigan sheriff is now being urged to resign after his ties to the domestic terrorists in the governor's kidnapping plot emerges. Resign, and he should have been gone a long time ago. Anyway, that's the news for today. Stay safe. Try to get outdoors if you can this weekend, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening and supporting the Maria Show. Tell others what you learned today. Knowledge becomes wisdom only when it's shared. Encourage others to subscribe today. www.maria.net. 
often imitated, never duplicated. A world of information all in one place. www.maria.net. Always ahead of the curve. Always on your side. Get active or get radioactive. Subscribe today.